Bienvenido de nuevo a la bota de atún. La bota que puedes tunear. La bota de atún. Hey, that's good, isn't it? Um, that's Spanish for the intro. How the devil are you guys? This is a solo gym episode this week in lieu of an episode that I fucked up. Um, an episode that just didn't go particularly well. And uh, we'll get on to that in due course. But why don't we just kick off with the sponsors, eh? Why fuck about? So the sponsor this week is Pincer and Whibbles Savoury Breath Strips. Are you like me, self-conscious about bad breath but find the taste of mint overpowering? Do you wish you could have a close-up conversation with a stranger without the acrid plume of death escaping? Then Pincer and Whibbles Savoury Breath Strips are for you. With patented reverse taste breath technology, these savoury breath strips can give you the confidence with a great taste. The range of flavours include cream of coronation chicken, pork mince lasagna, lamb crusted beef stuffed cabbage in an eel fat jus, crisps, and cider salt wine fed duck fed goose fed llama. I, as an asnosmic, can vouch for the great taste sensation and peace of mind that this product offers. Pincer and Whibbles Savoury Breast Strips. Lick your way to a tasty day. Alright, well thank you very much to Pincer and Whibble there. And the album recommendation of the week this week is another new one. If you can actually believe it. One from this year. This month. Not actually, as I, sp- as I speak to you now, last month. But still, pretty good for me. Uh, and it is Amen by The Heavy. Uh, the Chinabit boys are going to see the heavy this year in Glasgow. We're very excited about that. Sort of dirty rock, bit of blues in there. There's a wee bit of a gospel feel to this newest album, as the title might suggest. So, yeah, I really recommend it. Hence why it's the recommendation of the week. Alright, so what happened with the episode? Well, I'll tell you. Now is as good a time as any. Well, basically, in our last batch of episodes, two of which have yet to come out, we were doing a thing called the Night of the Pods, in which we basically rip off another podcast. Lovingly, we do, in a loving way, we do our own version of it. Uh, and the first one we did was Movie Maintenance, which is from the Sans Pants radio team. And that was when they would pitch alternative, excuse me, films. Um, alternative ideas for films that have been released they would do sequel pitches you know come up with ideas for just what they would like to see in movies really and it was really really good really funny really fun it's en- it ended a couple of years ago but uh, it was absolutely fantastic so we just I thought it would be good to do that but try and pitch our ideas for the community movie 16 is in a movie and one of the reasons why I wanted to do it was because Danny, good friend of the podcast, and I once had a discussion in the pub about this, and it was really, it was a lot of fun, and it was very interesting. And I thought, oh, I could have a kind of discussion like that on the on the actual podcast. And then two things kind of happened. Firstly, I spent twenty five minutes explaining what trying to explain what community was, and going through each individual character. There's seven characters in the main community, the main study group. And I kind of went through each one of them and then tried to describe what the show was. Because the benefit of the conversation that Danny and I had was that we didn't have to explain anything to each other. And so we could just have fun with it. Whereas 
yeah, I spent 25 minutes excruciatingly trying to convey what community was about. Um, yeah, so there was that. And then Dougal prepared some stuff, which we blew through quite quickly. He had some good ideas, but then I was just hoping we would whip nothing into gold. You know, but gold, nothing, still nothing. I mean, take that sentence, for example. So, yeah, it was... It, this isn't a case of me being, like, overly critical or, like, being too harsh. It was... It was... Ba- Sorry, that fridge has just turned on. Uh, it was bad, not because it was kind of chaotic and wild and all over the place in a kind of, like, a fun, self-destructive way. And it wasn't interesting... Like we didn't really come up with much material, and as I say, explaining the whole show was would either be bewildering to those who hadn't seen it, or really, really boring, and kind of confusing even to those that had. And so, what the show, what that episode ended up being like, was basically it felt like waiting in a dentist's waiting room. You know, no offense to waiting rooms or dentists, but you know, none of us are ever super buzzing to be there. I've never been super buzzing in my life, but. Super yeah, sorry, I'm re- I'm still reeling from saying super buzzing, but um, yeah, you know, because when you're when you're in that situation, it's it's an obligation. There's a sort of looming sense of threat, and it is also quite boring, and that's kind of what it, it felt like. And I had to say, it, lads, listen, no, we're gonna we're gonna have to stop this. Not not for like decency's sake or taste's sake or <laughs> or it's just too it's just too wilder shit it's just it was so bland it was like it was like eating a vast pile of just wafer after wafer after wafer hoping that it'll get more flavoursome but it never did so yeah I did something that we've not done many I think we've done it once or twice before there was certainly one recently that we had to that we pulled down kind of for similar reasons Um, and it was kind of it was like a suggested thing. We didn't really give it, do it justice. But yeah, we've not... I mean, you probably do believe it. We haven't actually pulled that many episodes. We we generally have a... Is that long enough? Yep, that'll do mentality. Which again, can be annoying. It can be great. But... But yeah, no, it, honestly, it was just... It was horrific. So we had to pull it, I'm afraid. And so here I am making up for that, or at least trying to. So, I, I had tra- planned to do an actual pitch, but it turns out it's fucking impossible. I don't know where they're going to they're gonna start with that movie, because there's just so many things they could do. And since the show kind of deals with the conventions of film and TV, you, you feel like they're going to just immediately, you know, take the piss out of... TV shows that then become movies and all the kind of the usual tropes, and you th- but you think no, they're not going to do that. They're going to subvert that somehow. But then how are they going to do it? I've got no idea. Well, just why don't we let the community writers write the film rather than the tuna boot boys, you know? But if they want us to do some punch ups or whatever, just give us a shout. Absolutely no issues whatsoever. So anyway, I was having a wee look around <laughs> around the notes on my phone. I thought maybe we could do that again, and then I stumbled upon this little gem <laughs> um, which are the lyrics to a song believe it or not <laughs> and now I promise I haven't edited these in any way 
um, this is I'd kind of forgotten I'd done this because I was drunk at the time which too many of my stories start like that but yeah I found it the other day and I was like oh well why don't we why don't we go through it so basically just for a bit of context this was the night that involves the Chinook Boys as well we went to see Father John Misty at the Barrowlands which was which was good it was really good to hear like strange strange encounter and Chateau Lobby and things like that there's a couple of songs I really enjoyed hearing um it did get a bit jazzy for me you know long term listeners will know I'm not a big not a big jazz guy don't want to take jazz away from people but it's just no my thing but anyway it was a good gig and then afterwards we went to the pub and this was during the week when I had the song Goodbye Yellow Brick Road by Elton John in my head and not in a kind of pleasant oh isn't this lovely oh, I'm just really into this song at the moment no it was it was it was getting dangerous it was the first thing I heard when I woke up in the morning in my head it was the last thing I heard when I went to sleep at night just honestly you know you can picture it I just I'm so tired and I just want to, oh, I just want to drift off put a head on the cool pillow and just go Oh my god, man, honestly. I mean, I love the song and I still do, but Jesus Christ, it was. I was actually going to go see someone. Like, I was going to try, like, hypnosis or fucking, like, just brain acupuncture, just shove them right up my nose. It was, it was like, it was like a horrible kind of torture. Um, so that was on my mind. And I don't know, maybe I was just inspired by seeing live music, but <laughs> I'd forgotten until I saw the. Until I saw the note that, though I was on the train and I was I was really feeling it, <laughs> I really felt like I was onto something. So, as I say, I've got the lyrics here. I'm going to read through them all to start with, right? And then we can take it line by line and see what we think. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of nervous, but yeah, as I say, I promise, did not alter these in the slightest. And I'm not entirely sure what tune I had, what melody I had in mind. So, as I say, let's just let's just treat it as a poetic document, shall we? <laughs> All right. This song is called "Begging on the Yellow Brick Road." By the way, <laughs> begging it to stop, maybe. All right. As I say, read through it once, and we'll go line by line. <clears throat> if you really want to know about it. I can't direct the flames anymore. I can't point to where it's... Sl- Sorry. <laughs> Sorry again. If you really want to know about it, I can't direct the flames anymore. I can't point to where it's sore. I want to slaughter those I adore. The fog isn't making it clearer. The dawn doesn't draw any nearer. It turns out I was being dramatic. <laughs> Gosh golly, I found myself in the pure stream of someone else. If it weren't for me, you couldn't dwell. On the soft codes that I forgot, am I being pretentious or not? Probably. Definitely. (laughs) If it wasn't, if I wasn't, if, if I, if I wasn't interesting, I wouldn't be here. If you didn't listen, you'd never hear. For once I want to be pure and clear in the shiny black din of slumber. 
by the way, did I give you my number? <laughs> it's a fine line between pig and swine. I reckon I'm taking the piss. Of all the time that I spent prime, you'd think I'd be better than this. The t- <laughs> oh, fuck it up. The tortoise and the hare, the blank satanic stare. If I had my chance to forebode, I'd be... I'd be way back there with nothing to spare, begging on the yellow brick road. Oh, wow. What was interesting there is that some of that did kind of come back to me, rhythmically. Well, I don't know about you guys, but that that was that was quite an emotional, um, let's just call it riding the waves of emotion. Let's stay lyrical, you know, let's not, let's not use phrases like an emotional roller coaster. Let's try and be out there and edgy. Um, I've got to admit that that was hard. That was difficult for me. Oh, by the way, when I say Father John Misty's gig, I mean this was a couple of months ago. This <laughs> this wasn't from, um, you know, like when I was a kid or anything. This is this year. Um, but yeah, no, I went through kind of abject misery, quite embarrassed. Gosh, golly, really got me. But then there were some parts of it that phonetically, excuse me, I actually found quite pleasing. It's a fine line between pig and swine. You know, that's quite good, arguably. <laughs> I reckon I'm taking the piss. Yeah, so I must have been, like, writing this song in the guise of someone who's supposed to be really deep. I don't know. I honestly can't remember what the fuck was going on in my head. I do remember writing it though, and there was, there was because I don't usually get the train that late. It was like the last train back. Although I think it was midweek, but anyway, I don't usually get the train that late. It's just fucking like people running about and everything. I remember just sitting there with my my earphones on, going like, "I'm gonna write this fucking song. I'll show them." But I don't know. I don't like this. What's odd about this is that it smacks of the kind of shit I probably would have not that I was writing songs when I was a teenager but of the kind of thing you know you, that you write when you're you're trying to show how intelligent and gritty and um, you know like how in touch with the darker side of things you are and how you're not going to take this you know the system putting you down and all this shit it kind of has that sort of vibe but then with lines like am I being pretentious or not and all that I think what I'm hoping is that in my mind I was like this is sort of like a a jokey kind of tense dark but also like shining like holding a mirror up to that kind of thing (laughs) but doing that in a satirical way that's what I'm hoping in fact I'm just gonna if you don't mind listeners I'm just gonna google what sartorial means because I was going to use it then. Reta- relating to tailoring clothes or style of dress. Alright, okay. I thought that had something completely, di- <laughs> a completely different meaning. Yeah, because I was going to say some of these looks are quite sartorial. But that's another example of a word that... Sorry, I has to be scratching more on there. I don't know if you can hear that. Sartorial is another instance of one of those words that sounds really good and it feels like it means what I meant it to mean then 
<laughs> but it doesn't. I did do. I think we spoke about this in the podcast. I do go remember. I had that same feeling with the word ephemeral. I thought ephemeral kind of meant like sort of like a. Th- I think I meant it more like ethereal, but like you know, like when things are bathed in like the the light of dusk. You know, like magic hour sort of thing. I thought that's what ephemeral meant. But doesn't just mean short lived, doesn't it? Anyway, so that was that was just an example of how linguistically I'm not as confident as I should be. So maybe let's not be too harsh on these. <laughs> and oh fuck that, let's be harsh on these. <laughs> All right, so let's start. Let's start with the first line. Now there's uh, one, two, three. There's three lines here that are just separate from everything else that don't appear to be part of the rhyming scheme, which I see changes towards the end. So the first line is, isolated, is, if you really want to know about it. Which I think... Hold on, I'm just going to double check. I think that could be a reference to the catch on the rye. Actually, why am I... I've got, hold on, I've got it. I'll be right back. Sorry, I'm pausing and <laughs> I keep pausing and coming back thinking I'm going to put in transitions, but I know I'm not. That might have been jarring. That was I'll be right back. Just went to fetch the book. If you really want to hear about it, the first thing you'll probably want to know is where I was born and what my lousy childhood was like. Okay, that's a long sentence. Yeah. So I think that's what I was trying to reference. If you really want to know about it, if it was, if you really want to hear about it. So I was obviously starting on quite a sartorial level there about you know the catch and rye. If you really want to know about it, someone who's you know clearly not wanting to tell their story but is going to tell their story. You know what are they hiding? Do they actually want to hide? Hmm. All right, let's get into the first four. Four. Hello. Let's get into the first verse. I can't direct the flames anymore. I can't point to where it's sore. I want to slaughter those I adore. Well, there you go. We're starting off quite um, quite grim there, aren't we? I can't direct the flames anymore. I quite like that, to be honest, as an image. Um, it's difficult to take seriously in this con- <laughs> in the context of the whole song. But sometimes, you know, I can't direct the flames anymore. Where's the anger going to go? We can, okay, I'll give myself that. I can't point to where it's sore. Now, this is a theme that might crop up throughout the song. Words that rhyme. You know, I mean, of course, the melody is the most important thing in a song. The lyrics don't make or break a song. But it's, it's good if they do make sense. But, you know, we're sticking on theme. I can't direct the flames anymore. I can't point to where it's sore. You know, this guy's got a lot of anger. and He's got, he's got pain, but he doesn't know where it's coming from. I want to slaughter those I adore. Is he just... Is that just him just lashing out needlessly? Who is this guy? The fog isn't making it clearer. Fog, you know, traditionally does make things less clear. The dawn doesn't draw any nearer. Alright, so in terms of first verse... Don't mind that. You know, it's quite dark. I mean, I could do without the... Catching her eye pish at the start, but yeah, not bad there. Okay, I'm getting an image of a of a character 
he's always he's he's having a hard time, isn't he? But you know we've all felt like that from time to time. Right then, the line, <laughs> the next line, it turns out I was being dramatic. So I think what's happening here is, I'm getting into it. You know what I mean? I'm I'm feeling this song. I'm I'm expressing this dark twisted character on page, onto the page, lyrically, and then. I'm also checking myself and going, it turns out I was being dramatic. Now, I don't know if that's me talking to me as a songwriter. The the, the character of this song talking to himself. The character of the song talking to me. God. We may never know. Let's barrel right into this, this second verse. Gosh golly, I found myself. Gosh. There are certain words I think don't belong in songs. Gosh and golly. <laughs> my, my people. I don't know. You know what I mean? I can't help but feel like a sort of sort of a Smith a Smithsonian but not the museum. A Smith what would you say? Like the Smith 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 ish vibe to this like where there's a bit of a sense of humour but it's also quite dark maybe that's what I'm going for I've been listening to a lot of Smith recently right golly gosh I find myself in the pure stream of someone else now I do remember vaguely that um, I think that I think that is just about being in love genuinely I do kind of have a vague recollection of that golly go- gosh golly I find golly with golly gosh Nah, probably not. Gosh golly. I mean, yeah, just get rid of both words. (laughs) Gosh golly, I found myself in a pure stream of someone else. Yeah, I I do vaguely remember that. If it weren't for me, you couldn't dwell on this. If it it weren't for me, you couldn't... Okay, so dwell is supposed to rhyme with else and myself. Right, well, that doesn't work. If it weren't for me, you couldn't dwell on the soft codes that I forgot. Am I being pretentious or not? If it weren't for me, you couldn't dwell on the soft codes that I forgot. Well, I'm going to put that down to just pure lyrical bollocks. <laughs> I don't think that means anything. No, listen, I'm not trying to defend myself as a songwriter, but also, you know, sometimes lyrics when you dissect them are shit. Um, <laughs> but I really can't understand what that means, the soft codes that I forgot. Does it mean sort codes? If it weren't for me, you couldn't draw on the sort codes that I forgot. Is that like somebody who's really rich and someone's just thinking about their money? I don't know. I don't have a fucking clue what that means. Am I being pretentious or not? Yeah, I think I'm I'm wrestling with both sides of my brain there. Or, you know what? You know what could have been possible? I could have just been just, just doing this for a bit of fun. Right, so then the next the next line that's on its own is probably, definitely. So am I being precious or not? Probably, definitely. Right, third verse. If I wasn't interesting, I wouldn't be here. If you didn't listen, you'd never hear. Can't can't argue with that. For not the second line, not the first line. For once, I want to be pure and clear in the shiny black din of slumber. Slumber. By the way, did I give you my number? 
by the, or, oddly enough, I think by the way that I give you my numbers, my least favourite <laughs> so far. I think that's the clearest one. It's just a swing for what rhymes with slumber, number. By the and also by the way, I don't think it should be the start of a <laughs> of a line. So, by the way, <laughs> by the way, did I give you my number? I don't know why that's the most painful one. If I wasn't interesting, I wouldn't be here. I don't know where here is. In this song, maybe. If you didn't listen, you'd never hear. Again, that just seems kind of like an empty, throwaway thing that kind of rhymes. For once, I want to be pure and clear. Fine. Pure has been used before in the pure stream. don't think that was on purpose. I don't mind the shiny black din of slumber. I don't mind that as a little image. By the way, did I give you my number? Yeah, we get taken on quite the journey on that third one. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, oh, that's went into the red there on the recording. Sorry. I'm sitting very close to the mic. And I've got my pop shield on, which I never normally bother with, but I'm sitting quite close, so. Sorry about that. Um. Yeah, I like I like the shiny black dinner slumber. That's good. I don't have a fucking clue what the rest of it's about. If it wasn't interesting, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. I don't know. I was gonna go down uh, the the idea that this <laughs> this song that I wrote while I was drunk on the, on a train back to my house is about anything. I don't think it it was. Sometimes you just sometimes you just have that need to write something down. You know. I just not like this and not know that is there. There is when you're right, gosh golly, and by the way, did I give you my number? But we'll move on. So this is when it... The... Um, uh, this is when... <laughs> this is when it starts to... The structure of it changes. It's a fine line between pig and swine. I like that. I'm not going to lie, I really quite like that line. It feels like one of those that probably has been in a, a song before. But you know what? I'll give myself that. It's a fine line between pig and swine because you know. I was going to say swine is like bad, but pig is noble. Pigs aren't considered noble, are they? But I get what I'm getting at there, and it sounds nice. Uh, I reckon I'm taking the piss. Yep. Of all the time that I spent prime, you'd think I'd be better than this. Well, again, phonetically, fine. Quite like that. But I don't know what prime in that sense means. Of all the time that I spent prime, like prime and ready, like, or in my prime, of all the time that I spent in my prime would make more sense. Yeah, I mean, a lot of ideas, a lot of things to unpack here. I'm dreading this one. The tortoise and the hare, the blank satanic stare. If I had my chance to forebode. Now, something that is foreboding and something that's sort of looming and scary. Forebode, meaning. Of a situation or occurrence, act as an advance warning of something bad. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so something's foreboding, something's. If I had my chance to. Okay, let's just read these last two. 
The tortoise and the hare, the blank satanic stare, if I had my chance to forebode, I'd be way back there with nothing to spare, begging on the yellow brick road. Way back there with nothing to spare. If I had my chance to forebode. See, this is the thing with songs. I think a lot of people get away with it. Again, lyrics aren't the most important thing, but if it sounds peripheral to clever, you kind of get away with it, don't you? You know, if I had my chance to forebode, I'd be I'd be way back there with nothing to spare, begging on the yellow brick road. And I think by clever, I mean I've used used the word forebode, which isn't that you know, isn't particularly linguistically dexterous, <laughs> but um. Yeah, and what do I mean by the yellow brick road? Well, I know I don't mean anything by that. I've never seen The Wizard of Oz all the way through. That could be a bombshell phrase. Um, I know, film fan, never seen Wizard of Oz. No, I'm not gonna. Um, yeah, I think I think we get the, the measure of this. Doesn't mean anything, does it? But I had fun. I had fun dissecting that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I want it to make sense, but I think, I think what I was thinking was, I feel I'm feeling lyrical, and I'm, and I'm, a, I'm, feel, you know, creatively powerful. Let's get it down, and let's no one ever see this again. Oh, hit the table there. I'm gonna have a quick look just before we go. See if there's any other songs. Oh yeah. Oh, that's pretty. I like the tune of that one. No, I've actually that's actually written. That one's all right. No, I'm not going to do that one. Do, 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 do. Oh yeah, these are bad. This is bad. Okay, well I do this one for you. I mean, oh, should I save it? Oof, that's a tricky one. Half hour. That's kind of the remit. No, you know what? I think I'll save it. I'll see if I've got a, see if I've got a shorter one for you. Let's see if I got a shorter one for you. See, I've got hundreds hundreds of songs that I have written. I haven't actually finished a song in a long time. Well, I have, but they've not been particularly good. All right. Oh no, I know what that one is. <laughs> no. Okay. Right. Well, we'll leave it there. Um, I hope that was better than a shite attempt at pitching the community movie I for one had fun and I was I think we've suggested this to the other guys but I know I've got a folder in a drawer full of like early songs and to be fair I didn't start playing guitar until I was in my late teens early 20s but that has not stopped me writing some absolute howlers <laughs> and so that might be fun to dig through and I know I've got some some notes and some typed up scripts and early stuff so I might go and have a look through that there was a computer which I think has happened twice where I've lost computers with just hundreds of, of, of awful shit in it <laughs> I would love to have the computer for the with the scripts that I wrote during like high school and then in the years before the year before college and then around that time and the short stories, God, they must have been fucking dreadful. But unfortunately, lost that computer. And I don't even have any notebooks. I used to have 
No, I think I still have some of my notebooks. But yeah, honestly, I had just like honestly hundreds, about four notebooks, just full of shit. I lost one in a taxi once, and I had drawings in it. I shudder to think. Anyway, right. I hope you enjoyed that, guys. Um, so the next episodes you'll get are from that last batch. Um, we've got two more episodes where we rip off lovingly. Um, I was going to say other podcasts that sounds as if we're putting ourselves in the same realm which is not what we're doing but other is technically the right word we rip off other podcasts you know, and eventually we'll rip off Tuna Boot at some point I'm sure but um, yeah so enjoy that and then we've got some great stuff coming in the next batch we're going to record a lot to look forward to so thank you very much for listening um, and of course I've got the link tree down in the oh shaking the desk got a link tree in the description there where you can get all of our our email our Instagram and whatnot. if you've got any shite lyrics shite songs shite anything you want to send us any shite uh, just send them to that but um, if not just keep listening and yeah enjoy and we'll see you next time thank you very much <sighs> fucking great tune man fucking great tune give me that fucking guitar tune a bit skish skish <laughs> belush motherfuckers <laughs>